What is up, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to G Marie Taught Me, the podcast. I am back with another episode. This week's episode title is Black People Need Therapy Too. Man, this is a heavy topic. Um, it's the only reason why it's only heavy because it's something that's been on my heart for a while and it's something I've been wanting to talk about for a while and I just never got around to it and I think right now is a really good time to kind of open up and start talking about uh, stuff like this there is so much going on in the world um, and I know as an African-American we need a space where we can go to a safe space where we can go to where we can kind of just be ourselves and be open and be transparent and just kind of let everything go. And um, one way to do that, obviously, is therapy. Now, therapy is a taboo in the African-American community, but I've noticed as of lately, especially um, for millennials, we are more open to going to therapy than baby boomers and... um, I wouldn't say Gen Xers that I wouldn't even say that Um, or even well whatever the next category is after Millennials therapy it might be so-so for them but I do have a quote of the week Uh, so the quote of the week is from character um, I cannot remember the guy's name but the name of his character is Noah from the show Grand Crew that comes on NBC and basically the quote says I'm good black people don't go to therapy so again this is a quote from the show Grand Crew uh, played by Noah's character on the show and (laughs) the reason why I love this episode so much of Grand Crew and when I tell you I've been binged watch this show so many times um because it tackles you know the day-to-day living of millennials just trying to make it in America um but it talks about black men and women in a different light and especially Noah's character who struggles with anxiety um another character on the show I think it's Wyatt who struggles with um imposter syndrome and him having um a wife who is a lawyer and she makes way more money than him and just dealing with that and being a stay-at-home husband um he struggle with that a lot (laughs) but um the reason why I want to focus solely on Noah's character is because again there is this taboo in the African-American community that black people don't go to therapy or that we don't need therapy we just pray and then we figure it out we let God handle it but I am going to be really really honest with you um they say the word on the street is therapy isn't for everyone but I disagree Black people do, in fact, need therapy. Um, I can give you a quick example. So when I was going through my um, neurological condition, I was being rushed to the hospital for panic attacks. So maybe after like the third or fourth time I was rushed to the hospital, uh, I was obviously having some other issues as well as having panic attacks, but the things that were bringing on, or should I say the the issues that I was having health-wise was bringing on my panic attacks. Um, But for those that don't know the difference in a panic attack and an anxiety attack, so 
obviously a panic attack is caused by anxiety but the problem is that panic attacks they come out of nowhere they come out of nowhere so the prime example um <laughs> this is what i call the come to jesus moment so noah's character on the show um he his version of a panic attack is choking so he was on a date and this is after he broke up uh, with his girlfriend his girlfriend whom he was absolutely in love with and actually proposed to and she turned his proposal down um he finally decided to put himself out there after so many months and each time he went on a date or he found a woman attractive whenever he would engage in conversation he started to choke so the reason why I thought this was so funny, but it was also relatable because um, sometimes I find myself choking when I'm nervous or I'm experiencing anxiety. So I have tremors, I have sweating, and then I'll just have this random burst of choking, like I'm choking on a wad of phlegm and I don't know where it's coming from. And it normally happens at night. Now, I am not sure, but I know most people struggle with anxiety at night. But for me, um, it's somewhat during the day, but it's also mainly at night when I am trying to wind down. Um, but that's something that I've been working through and I've been using different practices to work through my anxiety. And um, therapy was one of them. So why do you need therapy uh simply because praying isn't enough praying can only do so much we can pray until something happens but we also have to be the ones that are actively trying to work on solving combating our anxiety and and also other things too just working through other things like childhood trauma um issues in the workplace issues in relationships or you know friendships and i feel like sometimes it's always good to go to the most high first um and to have that talk and to meditate and obviously praying is a form of meditation i do not frown upon meditation as a matter of fact i do meditate um especially when I feel my anxiety slash panic attacks start to creep in, I have to do a breathing exercise. But I do highly suggest therapy. I think therapy is so important and it's so crucial um, in order for us to maintain good mental health practices. Uh, one thing about healing, when we are hurting and we don't talk about it, we only make the situation worse. So I feel like if we address what is hurting us, then we are actually working through our issues. And I went to a conference and one of the uh, presenters said, you know, if you can talk about a past traumatic experience without getting emotional about it, then you've overcome that obstacle or that battle. And for me, I, I, I agree to a certain extent. Um, sometimes, you know, I'll talk about my past experiences, especially in my manuscript for my book which I'll get into that a little bit more and um I do find myself you know getting to a place of where I can kind of just go through the process without being as emotional um when I talked about Gary especially in the beginning of my podcasting process 
uh, there were times where it was too hard to talk about it, but there were also times where I was able to share my story and to tell women, you know, my story in order to help them heal. And some women will look at me and say, how do you tell this story without getting so emotional it honestly i could not tell you how i was able to get through some of those times where you know i did talk about my situation with what happened with gary and um losing him and just blaming myself for so many years about that but ultimately i've come to a place of healing where i had to realize that when my friend gary passed away when he was on his way to my house to you know come over and he had got to that terrible car accident and i'd always felt like i was solely responsible for his death there came a moment where i literally had to say that this was not my fault and that this was not on me this was not on me his blood was not on my hands and and it's not to say it to make myself feel better but ultimately to heal i needed to heal because if i hadn't had my come to Jesus moment, then I don't think I would be sitting here today um, able to have a rational conversation or even just podcast and talk about other past trauma or endeavors or adversities with you all without crying or without, um, you know, hyperventilating or having panic attacks in the middle of podcasting. And there came a time where I could not podcast for a while because my panic attacks had gotten so bad. They were at a place where I could not control them. I could not get them under control. And that took about, I want to say six or seven months. Like now I think I am getting better at keeping my anxiety under control. But I also feel like therapy is a crucial part in keeping that part of my life under control so i am going to be honest i have gone through two therapists already and i am in the process of looking for my third therapist um the reason why i've gone through two therapists the first therapist um i went through my former insurance health insurance when my husband was working for his former employee and when he left that job in started driving over the road as a truck driver obviously they terminated our health insurance so we needed to find health insurance through the state especially if we wanted to continue to do contract work or to work for ourselves or to you know start a business now as you all know i was in the process of dissolving or should i say withdrawing a partnership from a business but I was also dissolving my media company and G Marie taught me was going under as well so I was dealing with three different businesses that you know one was successful but I couldn't be a part of it due to you know stuff that I'll talk about in my book but you know mainly because of just having time for myself and being a new mother and you know experiencing these health issues and it just it got to me so we needed to make sure that we had you know health insurance in order for me to find another therapist but then i went through betterhelp.com the ad popped up on instagram 
So I checked it out. I filled out the information and they matched me with a really good therapist. Now, I have gotten a lot of mixed reviews about BetterHelp. I personally think that BetterHelp is a good application for therapy. Um, I also heard that Talkspace is a good application for therapy, but there are also some applications where you can practice cognitive behavioral therapy techniques individually where you don't need a therapist, but I will also get into that as well. So there was an app that I was using and I feel bad because I deleted the app. So I have to actually try to find the app and I will let you guys know what app I was using. But I thoroughly enjoyed this app simply because I was, you know, in between therapists. So for me, I had to figure out a way to manage my stress and managing stress, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. So one app that I was using or that I am still using as a new mom is called Expectful. Um, so that's E-X-P-E-C-T-F-U-L. And it's a wellness app for moms. Um, another app that I do use is I am and it's daily affirmations. So if ever you are following me on Instagram, I post a lot of affirmations and these affirmations are from I am and they've gotten me through a lot of tough times. So I, I have to shout out the app I am. Um, I also do post a lot of my own personal, you know, affirmations on my Instagram. So I'm not always using the daily affirmation app and taking credit for it because that's not <laughs> what I do. But I do find that I am the daily affirmation app is very helpful. And no, this is not um, a sponsorship or a partnership. This is me simply just telling you all that these are the apps that I use that have helped me a lot. Another app that I was using. So the app that I was using um, and I deleted it, but I'm actually going to start back using it again because it was a really helpful app. It's called Bloom. So it is a C. BT therapy and journal, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. And for people that are in limbo trying to find a good therapist, or they're just really on the fence about, you know, going to therapy, I highly recommend the Bloom app. I think Bloom is really good. Um, I think Talkspace is really good. And also, if your health insurance, your health insurance may have a sort of mental health app that is in partnership or in conjunction with your health insurance that you can use and you can practice um, different techniques in order to help manage stress and anxiety. So look into that. Definitely look into that. But um, I do have a question for my listeners. Have you ever found yourself uh, looking for a therapist that resembles you or reminds you of something that's familiar or possibly comfortable? Um, and for me, I know when I was in search of a therapist, I wanted my therapist to be an African-American non-denominational woman. So I did not want a religious therapist. I did not want a Caucasian therapist. I wanted a therapist who looked like me and knew my story 
and understood my story and she can relate to my story. I am also the same way with my doctors. I'm going to be honest. Um, my OBGYN and my PCP are black African-American females as well as my dermatologist. The only doctors that are not black are my neurologist and my cardiologist, but they're really good doctors and they're males, but they're really good doctors. But for me again, um, just being on the search of a therapist, it can oftentimes be complicated. It's a complicated process. And also too, I know you probably feel like why pay someone to work through your problems when you can talk to your friends or your family. And oftentimes it, it, it's good to talk to somebody that you trust, but I really feel like sometimes it's better to talk to a person who is somewhat, you know, what is it? Unbiased to your situation because they don't know you or biased to your situation. So excuse me for not knowing the difference today, but y'all, I'm tired. <laughs> I have a daughter and she is running ragged, but that is here nor there. We will not talk about that. So for any of you all that are new parents or have a toddler, you understand my pain <laughs> and I love my daughter. But yes, my daughter is kicking my butt. But anyways, so also another question or statement um, suggesting therapy to your friends and family will strengthen your relationship and oftentimes avoid, avoid unnecessary conflict. So therapist says the things that your friends and family cannot tell you. And basically you don't, you don't need a hype man. You need a therapist. Like let's, let's just be real. And this is why we need therapy. You don't need a hype man. You need a therapist. And I'm telling you now, most therapists, they do cognitive behavioral therapy. And the good thing about that is that they let you talk through your problems. So slowly, like they provide techniques, but at some point you kind of start to figure out, oh, well, one plus one does equal 11. <laughs> you know, um, but really therapy is just, it's a good source of just working through a lot of unresolved trauma, pain, and sometimes it, you know, it helps you even in the good times. Sometimes talking to a therapist about the good that's happening in your life can also be reassuring too, as well, especially if you do have a circle of friends that aren't as supportive or even family members that aren't as supportive. Sometimes you need that support. And although your therapist is not your hype man, they still provide a certain amount of support. And one thing I can talk about too, uh, back to Grand Crew, the show is Noah and Wyatt's character. So, so Wyatt was the guy who is married to the lawyer who makes all this money and Wyatt is the stay at home husband, but I love Wyatt's character also. He's very smart and he is um, very precocious. He's actually a photographer and he kind of gets in his own way, but Wyatt is in therapy and Wyatt is the only person in the friends group that advocated for Noah to see a therapist. And Noah, he just, he kind of just kept fighting back and forth with going to therapy. And then the only reason why he stuck with the therapist he had, the first therapist, was because he found her attractive. 
So then he started thinking that the therapist was attracted to him and that wasn't the case. So Wyatt was trying to be very mindful of how he approached the situation when he talked to Noah about what therapists do and how she's just doing her job and to not take her doing her job out of context and Noah definitely took everything out of context so Noah and Wyatt got into this huge fight because Wyatt is the type of person that likes to avoid conflict but this is the one time where he had to be really honest with Noah about his delusion sometimes <laughs> and as a result you know Noah he assumed that he understood his emotions because he's an emotional guy but really he didn't and especially um for me as a millennial I feel like there is something about the year of our 30s like there's something about being 30 something years old and just going through transition just going through you know just finding your voice and I really feel like for a lot of my millennial friends um including me we're like going through this transitional process and within that transitional process there is a lot of pain there is a lot of peeling back layers and uncovering a lot of stuff that we did not take the time to deal with and there are so many of my friends um male friends included I'm happy that they are actively taking the time out to seek therapy and to work through their problems whether it's marriage counseling or you know individual therapy sessions now some you know people feel like they have it all together and they don't need to see a therapist they use exercise as their form of therapy which is totally fine you know taking a yoga class or just sitting in silence and meditating is a form of therapy but I do highly recommend black people need therapy too and this is no shade to you know any of my other friends that aren't african-american but the reason why i started this podcast is because we need a safe space and although there are a lot of wellness safe spaces that are popping up i feel like my podcast can provide a different approach to giving black people a safe space to to heal literally to heal to navigate depression and anxiety to overcome adversity and in order to really get through those things you have to peel back those layers and peeling back those layers sometimes means you know writing about it or talking it out and you know my other form of therapy is exercise exercise and now working on my manuscript um working on my manuscript has been such a healing process and only you know my close friends and my husband really knows how difficult this process has been and just how much I've cried over these past two or three years but also how much healing I am doing and continue to do but one thing I definitely think is important in that healing process in that healing journal journey 
my apologies, is to include a therapist in that process. So the question of the day is how do you find the right therapist? Well, for one, you got to do your research. Um, there are some directories that are available online that you can look into to find the right therapist. So prime example, uh, therapyforblackgirls.com is a really good directory for people looking for therapists, especially African-American women. And that was how I located my first therapist by accident. So the first therapist that I found from black girls I'm sorry therapy for black girls I didn't actually see the therapist I wanted to see because she didn't accept my insurance and the uh, copay was like 250 per session I was like no ma'am I'm not coming out of pocket <laughs> no I'm sorry not copay but the de deductible you know premiums deductibles oh, yeah it, it can get confusing but basically my out-of-pocket expense was 250 every time so now I'm at a place where my out-of-pocket expense or copay is only $30 per session. So I have Priority Health, which is through the state. But when I also had Blue Cross through Andre's job, it was about the same. Actually, I think it was a little bit less. It was like 20 or 25. So that was good. And that was because I had met my deductible by that time. So I was good. I was in the clear. But do your research. Um, you know, it's not enough to say that you want to go to therapy. Like, you definitely got to do the research to find a good therapist. And you have options to attend sessions either locally or virtually, which is good. So, for better help, I did a lot of virtual sessions. Um, but they also have sessions where if you just want to talk on the phone or text your therapist, you could do that. And that was through the Better Health app. Now, any other therapists, you got to kind of talk to them and see what their method is. But most therapists prefer virtual, especially right now um, with everything that's going on. So definitely look into that. Um, the second thing is ask for a referral or ask a friend. So most good therapists are seen by uh, friends or family members. Ask them for their therapist information and give their therapist a test run. Now, in order to give them a test run, you definitely have to fill out the necessarily intake paperwork. And the, your first therapy session is not going to be an actual session. It's mainly going to be an intake session. So they're going to ask you a lot of questions. And, you know, you're going to have to do a lot of question and answering to determine what approach is good for you. Um, also, like I mentioned, check your healthcare network. So, again... I have gone through my healthcare network because therapy can be very pricey. When I was going through the Better Health app, I was paying close to $240 a month for four therapy sessions. And even though it was a good tool for me because I could still access a lot of different other free tools and resources in between my appointments with my therapist, the only problem is that her schedule became real choppy and then I couldn't book my same Monday 10 a.m. session <laughs> every week and I'm like nah I need my Monday at 10 a.m. because obviously I'm a stay-at-home mom so that was good for me I like to kind of start my week with therapy I don't want to go in the middle of the week with therapy I don't know it, it just depends it, it depends on what 
works for you. Some people like to end their week with therapy, you know, as a form of reflection. I like to start my week with therapy, recapping the week before, so that way I can kind of prep for the week ahead. That's my approach. Um, and then again, I've also mentioned if you just cannot find a therapist or if you're just like, I do not want to go to therapy, there is cognitive behavioral therapy and you can use the Bloom app, which can be downloaded through uh, the Apple store. Or if you have a smartphone, you can download it through the uh, was it Google Play store and you can pretty much go through the process by yourself. But there is a virtual therapist that you can choose from on the app that you check in with as many a times as you want to. Um, and you can kind of also personalize your settings for that day. So if you want an affirmation, if you want um, a meditation, if you want to do like an exercise or if you want a quote of the day, you can do that. Uh, so it, it is really, really good. And you can also do a quick journal if you want to. And I find that it does work. But those are for like, you know, people that feel like I need I need this every day or, you know, more than once a day or I mean, once a week. Definitely look into the Bloom app. I highly recommend it. Again, this is not a sponsorship. This is not a sponsorship. This is just me sharing something that worked for me while, you know, in the process of being in between therapists. Um, and then last but not least, there is a CBT therapy journal that you can all order pretty soon off of my website that I have created titled Black People Need to Heal Too. And it is a eight week cognitive behavioral journal that cognitive behavioral therapy journal that pretty much just has a lot of, you know, question and journaling. And the good thing about it is that once you purchase the journal, we do a journaling process. Now, it's a seven day journal. So each week is a different theme and each theme We'll talk about grief and loss. We'll talk about friendships and relationships. We'll talk about uh, gratitude. We'll talk about a lot of stuff in the journal. And I do want to form a community for those that, you know, really want to kind of get into the cognitive behavioral therapy. If they're just like, I cannot find a good therapist, but I really want to actively take control of managing, you know, my life. So again, this journal it should be ready to launch by what did, uh what did Sheree say spring September spring summer September <laughs> for those that watch Real Housewives of Atlanta it should be ready to launch spring summer September but but no but for real um when I actually set a date, I will let you all know. I will keep you all posted on the actual date, the launch date for this uh, cognitive behavioral therapy journal. And I mean, I'm really excited about it because I've been working on this journal for quite some time now. And I feel like this is something that is needed in the African-American community. Like I do see a lot of 
journals being created but I just I don't see any for black people and I feel like our struggles are a tad bit different than the struggles of you know another culture like I mean we all have shared struggles but there are some things that I feel like as a black person we go through on the regular that we often can't discuss with other people we kind of have to just kind of discuss it amongst ourselves until we can come to a resolution where we are comfortable enough to have these conversations with other um, races so again I am so glad that I have at least almost finished designing and curating this journal for you but until then thank you all so much for tuning in to the latest episode of G Marie Taught Me you can follow me on Instagram at G Marie Taught Me Podcast and that's just for those that only want to listen to the podcast um, you can like us on Facebook you can also follow us on Twitter even though I am barely on Twitter at G Marie Taught Me um, I think G Marie Taught Me Podcast you can like us on Facebook as well but let me just double check and as far as emailing for now our temporary email is gmarietaughtme at gmail.com um, and our website is also down but we are trying to fix that so just look for you know all of the updates and announcements on Instagram and if you haven't joined our email list please sign up and I can't wait to connect with you all in the future and just, you know, consistently. I am, again, I'm really excited to be back podcasting and I have so much content just lined up for you all and it's literally just sitting. It's sitting in my Google Docs. It's sitting um, in my Asana app where like my whole year was kind of planned out. So now I'm like, okay, let me take the content that I had planned out for the rest of this year and just kind of switch it over to next year so you're not going to get a whole bunch of episodes from me this year but you will most definitely get consistent episodes from me next year so I look forward to talking to you all soon have a good day